You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So before we get started, we just wanted to encourage you to go follow us over on Instagram. If you have not already, we are at Hi Girls Next Door, and we are having just lots of fun with stories over there. By lots of fun, I mean... Kelsey's making herself do them and we're doing we're having fun with that (laughs) yes we are she's doing a fabulous job oh well thank you and it's really just it's really just one of the best places to connect with us so we would love to see you over there so in this our first episode in the month of love we are talking all about love languages so you might be familiar with this concept but we each took the online five love languages quiz based on the very popular relationship book by Dr. Gary Chapman in which he outlines his concept that there are basically five different love languages or ways in which people best give and receive love. You can find the book and quiz and all kinds of other materials around this idea over at fivelovelanguages.com and we'll link it in the show notes for sure. But he identifies the five main love languages as words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, receiving gifts, and acts of service. So I thought we would dive into this idea for little Valentine's Day special here. So when you took the quiz, what came up as your dominant love language? And then maybe read the description for it. Okay. I actually had two that tied. Okay. I did too. I had acts of service Mm -hmm. and quality time. Okay. So let me tell you about those acts of service. And this is right from the website. Can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most want to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. Mm. And then in quality time, in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, Mm -hmm. and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. Okay. So do you feel like those describe you well? Do you feel like it was accurate? You know, I I do. What I was really surprised about, so I had um, acts of service and quality time were tied, but then pretty close after that, also tied, were physical touch and words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And then at just two is receiving gifts. So apparently that is not the way to say I love you to me. Um, But I really thought that words of affirmation would be one of my very top Mm -hmm. ones because I feel like maybe that's a love that I give a lot. Okay. You know, I feel like, and we'll kind of get into this later, but I I feel like I'm like very good about expressing that. That comes natural to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I will say sometimes... I feel like I kind of just questioned the quiz format a little bit. And since I was already kind of familiar with the love languages, you kind of were like, ah. And sometimes the, like the two scenarios that it gave you was kind of like, if someone did something really helpful for you in a time of need, or if someone complimented you. It's yeah. Kind of like, well, <laughs> you're like, I mean, yeah, I really like compliments, but right. in, that in, in that, that moment is <laughs> right. more meaningful. Right. So yeah. I almost wish it could be more anecdotes or something yeah. like that. I but think definitely like most things, it's like the quiz is a place to start mm-hmm. and then read the descriptions and right. kind of see what, right. you know, describes you best. Yeah. But, um, but let's see, I will say that 
acts of service surprised me that it ranks so high, but I think maybe upon reflecting on it, it does make sense mm-hmm. to me. I think that, and and he does say that the the love that you want to receive is the kind of love you give, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. if you're really good at giving gifts, you probably like to receive mm-hmm. gifts, things like that. So I'll say that acts of service kind of surprised me that it ranks so high. And at first I was thinking, well, I feel like I kind of take care of a lot of stuff on my own, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And like, I honestly kind of like having that control over yeah. things. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to relinquish that. But I think as I thought about it more, the things that Chris does do, and he does do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am just so appreciative of. Like mm-hmm. he does a lot around the house. He does most of our financial management, and so anyway, so that kind of surprised me that that was so high. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think it it is just kind of a starting place. Yeah, but it wasn't a super surprise for yeah. me. Okay, so mine were physical touch and receiving gifts, and they were tied as my highest. So we're like exact opposites almost. Not as opposite as my husband and I, you will find out. I can't wait to hear more. (laughs) Uh, So physical touch, it describes it as this language is not all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, which I thought was interesting. While neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive, physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. And then receiving gifts, it says, um, don't don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday, anniversary, or hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So with the absence of everyday gestures, gifts are visual representations of love and are treasured greatly. So this I already knew going in. Really? I just I have taken the quiz before and okay. I've read the book actually before, oh, okay. which is kind of like the Enneagram where they say really read the book to find out what mm, you are because it's yeah. going to go into more depth. Right, right. But if you need help kind of mm-hmm. narrowing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already knew this and this is just me to a T. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, even I, I will say to Jeremiah, like, just like walk by and like touch my butt mm-hmm. seriously or like give me a kiss in the kitchen. Yeah. Like those little things. And, and I notice when those things aren't happening, mm-hmm. I feel like what's wrong? Like right. we're not okay. Right, right. He doesn't love me, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. So stuff like that. And then receiving gifts has been something like it's been huge in our marriage that we've worked really hard on, mm-hmm. like doing thoughtfully because mm-hmm. it's such a big thing for me. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit because- we also had our husbands take That's the quiz. Right. <laughs> so how did your husband score and how have you seen maybe the differences or similarities in your love languages play out in your relationship? Okay. So yes, this is pretty interesting. Um, so Chris scored the highest on receiving gifts, Okay, which I think surprised both of us. Yeah. Um, and then uh, actually... The next three will, were all tied, acts of service, physical touch, and quality He's time. just an easy guy to love. Yeah. He could love him any old way, and <laughs> exactly. he's good. But then what was interesting is his very last one was words of affirmation, oh, which I said, that's what uh-huh. I feel like I love to give, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm really good at that. Um, but I have to share too I had texted this to Chris like hey when you're not busy at work today take this little quiz it's for a podcast or whatever so he sent me this and I just want to share some excerpts of like he sent me this analysis yes his long text (laughs) back it starts ugh as you know I'm not a fan of these things (laughs) 
<laughs> but here's my interpretation. I think receiving gifts is on the high end because it's the rarest thing to occur and as such would seem more special. But if it happened often, it would fall off the list. Mm. Um, he said, if I were to choose without the quiz, I think my language would be acts of service. I think mm-hmm. because it would be the most straightforward expression of sacrifice for the other person or relationship, but all the others don't take much to accomplish, which is kind of interesting, just that he has In that his perspective. perspective. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So anyway, it was just kind of, he yeah, takes really like the very literal analytical yes, approach to exactly. it. <laughs> it was just funny. Like I got these like three long texts <laughs> afterwards. Um, so anyway, yeah, like I said, I think it's really interesting that words of affirmation came lowest for him. Mm-hmm. And that is just making me kind of think about it. And we've kind of had conversations about this before, not like a heated thing, but just like an open discussion like I know he appreciates compliments or me showing appreciation, Mm -hmm. but I guess I just want to keep in mind that maybe they're not carrying as much love for him as I think they are. Yeah. It's not that any of these other areas are like, well, I hate gifts. Exactly. Don't get me gifts. But it's like how you're best feeling seen and known and loved. Yeah. Yeah. So it is interesting. But then one thing that is kind of interesting that I've been thinking about is it almost seems to me like the acts of service and words of affirmation almost need to go together because I guess for me, I, if I want, if I'm going to do an act, but then I also want like the recognition, Mm -hmm. like, Hey, thank you so much Mm -hmm. for doing that. So I feel like that's kind of the two in the two in one, um, kind of, um, we both, Chris and I both scored high on quality time. And I think that is reflected our marriage. We love spending time together. We have a lot of similar interests and I think we do a good job of prioritizing Mm -hmm. that time. That's just us. Um, and then it is interesting that seeing we both, you know, scored pretty high for acts of service and just thinking, I do think we both do a lot for mm-hmm. the household. Um, and I think we're, I think we're pretty good about showing appreciation, um, to each other. And I have kind of a funny story about this. So I think one of the, one of the acts of service that Chris does is he makes the bed nearly every morning Mm -hmm. and just like does such a good job Mm -hmm. about it. And I am trying to emulate him and be more like Mm -hmm. him, like when he has, you know, left already or something. Um, What's happened a few times is that just depending on the morning, sometimes he'll leave just really early. Yeah. Or sometimes he will be here long enough after I'm awake and he'll make the bed. And every time I go in and the bed is made, I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks so beautiful. Well, on some of the days when he gets up like at four and just leaves for the day, I will get up and then kind of later in the morning, I'm like, oh, I guess I should make the bed. And I'll have this like momentary, like, why didn't Chris make the bed? Mm -hmm. And it's like, Cause I was sleeping in it. Yeah. <laughs> and how you, you like check yourself with how used to yeah, things that you get. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, that's not expected. You are just as right. capable and, uh, you know, <laughs> we're should... physically in it. Exactly. <laughs> he actually couldn't, he probably would have made the bed at 4am, right. but I was sleeping. Right. He's in trying it. to be considerate. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So tell me how Jeremiah ranked. I'm so okay. Curious. So he was literally the exact inverse oh, of me. So interesting. So his second to lowest mm-hmm. was gifts uh-huh. and his very lowest was physical touch. Oh, interesting. And then his highest was words of affirmation, uh-huh. which I don't think we read the description we of didn't. words of affirmation. So I'll read that. Okay, good. Um, Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. And kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving. Mm. 
And then his second one was acts of service. Okay. So I have seen this play out in our relationship so much. So Mm -hmm. he is, I think it's one of those things where you don't, you don't notice when someone is really good at loving you this way, you Mm -hmm. almost don't even notice it. Mm -hmm. Like they're both really good at acts of service. So like, I don't even think of it as love anymore often. I was thinking about Number one, it's not my love language. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate it from like a practical life partner standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't necessarily see it as love. And I've had to like retrain myself. Like, Mm -hmm. no, that's like him taking your car on the weekend and getting it washed, filling it up with gas, getting the oil changed. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to think about that Mm -hmm. is him loving you when you wanted him to stay home and snuggle on the couch, you know, because that's, so it's like finding that balance. Um, and he's amazing at all of this, Mm -hmm. like so amazing at acts of service. But then, um, because his other love language is words of affirmation, then when I'm not that great at that either, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't always appreciate, or I can be very, Mm -hmm. um, I'm just real sassy. Mm -hmm. And so I can really like insult him without even necessarily Mm -hmm. meaning to because Mm -hmm. I just have like a real sharp tongue and I think I was talking about this in Mm -hmm. a former episode like really trying to pay attention to like the little ways that Uh I can do that to him and like he'll he'll come back to me he'll be upset about something and he'll be like well you basically said I was an idiot because this or that because I made some smart comment about something and I'm like I don't think that at all. That was not, you know what I mean? But it's like, he takes that really to heart. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I've had to work on. And on the opposite side, like (laughs) I remember, I don't know if I've told this story before, but our first Christmas together Mm -hmm. married Mm -hmm. where we had truly like combined finances and everything Mm -hmm. was a disaster because I was buying all these gifts for the people that I loved. Yeah. Right. And I would come home all excited to show him the gift and all of the meaning and thought that went behind Mm -hmm. it. And this is for this person because of this. Right. And he was like, I mean, are you done shopping yet? Like we can't just be, you know, he was just like thinking about it from a financial standpoint. And I was like, I like dropped all the bags. I just remember the most dramatic <laughs> moment. And I was like, I never would have married you if I knew you hated Christmas. <laughs> just like, but I was like devastated. Oh, like this is going to yeah. be my life and I love giving gifts right. and he only sees the dollar signs. Yeah. But to him, he just, it's not that he doesn't like giving gifts, mm-hmm. but he doesn't see it as like this huge expression right. of love. Right. And so we've had to work really, really hard on that. And now he is very good at giving gifts and very thoughtful mm-hmm. and very much like, I get a budget for Christmas mm-hmm. so that he doesn't support take away any of my thunder mm-hmm. in the gift giving mm-hmm. department. And, mm-hmm. but he feels good about yeah. the financial side of things. Yeah. And yeah, that's been really, um, really tricky. And also I will say the physical touch side of things too. Like it's not that he doesn't like physical touch. Mm-hmm. Like I think all people on yeah. some level, like, of course, like everyone affection. likes to have sex, everyone mm-hmm. likes affection, yeah. but for him, if he didn't feel loved in the acts of service department Mm -hmm. or in the words of affirmation department, he's like, I'm not in the mood for any of that. I don't want to touch your butt (laughs) and I don't want to like give you a hug because you pissed me off or right. So it's just this really, yeah. And I feel like it's interesting because I think culturally we're kind of taught the other way around too, Mm -hmm. that like men are all about physical touch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily true. And I think that like, this is really good to dig a little deeper Mm -hmm. because for a while too, it was like, well, what's wrong with him? Like I must not mm-hmm. be pretty enough mm-hmm. or whatever, because that's not his like main mm-hmm. thing, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and just kind of interesting, like the social really conditioning we get around yeah. those. Yeah. And that there's something wrong with me if I like right. want to be physical, right. you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you should just chill out as a woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a really good it's interesting. Um, okay. So what are some practical ways you intentionally show your husband love or vice versa that he does using 
your love language or his love language, okay. even if you aren't fluent yes. in it yourself. <laughs> trying to learn, mm-hmm. trying to learn. Is there a Rosetta? Is there a Rosetta yeah, exactly. For this, <laughs> exactly. For this Especially when you're complete opposites right. like we are. So, so Chris is, um, even though he's skeptical of it, I am very intrigued that his top love language that was the receiving gifts, mm-hmm. because I will say, I, I do think I'm great at the acts of service. Like, and I think a way that I express this, you know, doing things around the house, but then I feel like I'll just notice little things that I think could improve his life. Like Mm -hmm. most recently last week, he is always trying to plug in too many things into his bedside, his Mm -hmm. outlet next to his bedside table. So he's always like pushing the bedside table away from the wall, like switching things Mm -hmm. out. And so I bought him a surge protector, Mm -hmm. you know, like this will be great. You can plug in everything Mm -hmm. that you need. Um, so I feel like I do little things like that. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I, I know that he appreciates it. I don't know if he feels like super loved by it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like, no, I like really thought about this. Mm-hmm. I thought about like the perfect thing, mm-hmm. you know, that would make your life better. And I think he is like, yeah, I mean, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Right. So anyway, so I, I do those kind of things. That wouldn't be a gift. Um, but so yeah, the, the, the giving, the giving of gifts. I, kind of want to think about more because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not really like I, that was my lowest mm-hmm. I'm not a gift giver unless the occasion calls for it right and then I like to be a very thoughtful gift giver but I don't know but I will say I think another aspect of that I was thinking about that it I feel like it is hard to show love through gifts when you are married to a minimalist yeah this is true <laughs> like we don't like a lot true. of stuff and honestly like his wardrobe now he basically has his right. wardrobe that he right. needs like I can't even just like oh I saw the shirt or but I do think talking about that from like a like to me Jeremiah bringing me coffee every morning that's a gift it's a gift oh, interesting. you know what I mean yeah. even though it's an act of service but it didn't actually like he didn't sacrifice anything he was coming yeah. up anyways right but it's like a physical thing mm-hmm. like I know your physical person mm-hmm. needs this mm-hmm. so even like cooking meals for him mm-hmm. or like things mm-hmm. like that to mm-hmm. me those are like yes there's an act of service in them mm-hmm. but like loving people in tangible ways mm-hmm. I think is part of what gift giving gotcha that's is about and that like physical presence aspect gotcha. like we could be sitting on the couch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not doing anything mm-hmm. like together, but we're like the, their presence is important. Mm, so interesting. Okay. I like that. Um, uh, because I, I do think another that I would kind of call it an active service, but I like the idea of maybe thinking of it as a gift too. just planning and making dinners. Mm-hmm. I think are really healthy. Like Chris wants to eat really healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want it to be really delicious too. So I do feel like I put just a lot, I put a lot of thought and effort into, mm-hmm just trying to find things that yeah are super healthy are going to be really tasty that aren't going to take super long to Mm -hmm. make and that are going to be like use ingredients that we have or aren't going to be super expensive for our grocery budget so I do feel like I put a lot Mm -hmm. of effort into into that and I definitely think he's appreciative of that too um in terms of the quality time um We've been trying to be better about just finding time during the week Mm -hmm. to connect. Like that was what our cookie date nights were all Mm -hmm. about. Just like make cookies, sit on the couch. So we just like have a conversation. Um, Something that happened actually just yesterday. We just kind of had dinner a little bit earlier. The boys were playing so well just by themselves. Actually went to play Mm -hmm. outside in the backyard. And I made us both tea. Yeah. And it was like, do you just want to sit on the couch? Yeah. And we just like sat on the couch. These times start to open up as the kids get older. Yeah. 
minutes and mm-hmm. just got to talk and have tea and it was just so nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just kind of looking for little ways during the week like that. Mm-hmm. And then we are trying to be good about just prioritizing those actual date nights. I think yeah. it can be hard because um, like everything's fine, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're fine. And we love being together mm-hmm. just with the family. But then when we do just go out, it's just the two of us like, oh yeah, this, this is also dynamic. really nice, yes. <laughs> you yes. know? So anyway, just making sure we find time yeah, for that. I agree. I think another way that Chris and I both show our love to each other, and I'm kind of thinking this is an acts of service, but when I was reflecting on it, I think we were both so supportive of what the other one wants to do. Yeah, you guys like, are great at like that. I would mm-hmm. say in terms of especially working out. Yeah. Like Chris has been just getting up earlier, gone a little bit more. Um, I've been doing Orange Theory so early. And so, you know, when we do that, that means the other person has to get yes. up with the boys, mm-hmm. has to be making breakfast, packing lunches, all that. And I feel like just both ways, there's never it never seems to be like resentment or mm-hmm. bitterness or feeling seeming like you're put putting upon Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. else and I just really appreciate Mm -hmm. that we can do that you just just feeling so supported in these things that you're kind of going after Mm -hmm. and then in the same way I think it just always felt it's always felt like so much support for seeing our friends and family Mm -hmm. you know prioritizing budget for travel for Mm -hmm. me to go back to Austin to see uh, friends and family Mm -hmm. you know spending time with his family he goes on a guy's trip every year that's a lot of times pretty expensive like both of you valuing that quality time probably Mm -hmm. really helps with that yeah exactly how valuable that is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly what about you um okay so i have realized something that jeremiah like i tease him for this but he he will say i love you like I'm not kidding 27 times a day. And at first I was like, you're not even meaning that. Like you're just saying it. But I really think like I'll even tease him because it takes him forever to leave the house Mm because he's saying I love you and have a great day and blah, blah, blah to like all of us individually. And sometimes I get annoyed by it and I'm like, no, that really is like him. Yeah. So so I try to be better about that or just like texting him throughout the day with Mm -hmm. little like Mm -hmm. something I noticed that he did like that I'm thankful for or Mm -hmm. just um you know, like, I love this about you and here's why. And he'll mm. always be like, wow, like, Aww. thank you. You know, he'll, you could just tell it has an impact. And yeah. something he really kind of likes is like, um, kind of doting on him, like mm-hmm. over the top, like mm-hmm. I, just even about anything. Like, I really like how that shirt looks on you and going on about like uh-huh. his shoulders and his arms yeah. and how much that's like my favorite thing about him yeah. or, or especially in front of other people, mm-hmm. like complimenting him in front of other people mm-hmm. or saying something he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. Like you can just see him like, sit up straighter so I'm trying to be good about that um and then yeah things like making dinner and doing the laundry having that all caught up and um like bringing in the garbage cans for him Mm -hmm. when I know he he normally does that but it's something that like he had a long day and so he comes home and he always notices and Mm -hmm. always is like so happy about it so things (laughs) like that um and he's really good too about like trying to just if he goes to the store, get a little something for me Aww. that he, you know, a chocolate or something yeah. he knew I would like. It's not like a big gift. Yeah. Um, but these everyday gestures or like grabbing I don't know, coffee is a great example. Like mm-hmm. he always brings the coffee to where even if he didn't get the coffee made before he comes upstairs to get in the shower, he's like, I'm going to go down and get it for you. Aww. Like, so I don't yeah. have to go right. down and get right. it. So it just, will be here. yeah, he really tries and his gift giving has come a very long way and just, um, <laughs> I can tell too when he's like really making an effort to like 
just give me a kiss on the neck, like as Mm -hmm. I'm doing dishes or what, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like really. Mm -hmm. And I try to make sure then to use his love language, like words of affirmation, be like, I love that so much. Like, thank you so much. And so, yeah, we don't, we all sometimes fail miserably at it, but (laughs) it is, it has been a lifelong process. Yeah, It sounds like like you don't naturally speak each other's language, but you are, you have been working on it. We found some workarounds. (laughs) So um, Dr. Chapman explains that in our relationships, our actions must precede our emotions. What does he mean by that? And why is that order important? What do you think about that? Well, I really liked, I really, really like this. I don't think I'd ever read it in exactly that way, but I think that that means we have to actively invest in a healthy relationship that showing love creates love. Mm -hmm. Even if you're feeling a little grumpy, an act of love is Mm going to go so much farther and is probably more likely to turn our mood around mm-hmm. rather than acting out of grumpiness. Mm-hmm. So that's really what it got me to think about. I, I think that, and we've talked about this, especially as you get busier in life, you have kids. I think it can be, unfortunately, somewhat easy to put your relationship on the back burner mm-hmm. or kind of take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Like we've always had a healthy relationship. So It'll just keep doing yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. You know, we don't have to invest as much in it, uh, but it really does have to be actively maintained with consistent acts of love and being thoughtful about how you're showing that love, mm-hmm. I think can go so far. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what it had me thinking about. Yeah, I just feel like this works on so many levels. Like as you mature in your relationship, obviously some of those feelings, some of those mm-hmm. butterfly things that you did things like kissing and holding hands or mm-hmm. doing something nice for them because you just felt like it, mm-hmm. like you couldn't, couldn't not do those right. things that goes away. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and it's replaced by something better, but you're not going to have that anymore. It's kind of impossible mm-hmm. to completely recreate that because mm-hmm. you just know this person so well. So you can't, you can't base what, how you're going to act on emotions. You need to go the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be irritated yeah. with them because they right. didn't take out the garbage mm-hmm. or left the clothes in the washing right. machine or right. whatever. And like often loving feelings follow acting in a loving way. Right. And I think that having kids taught me so much about mm. this because man, they can be unlovable at moments yeah. and you have to still love them. Right. And you have to just sometimes like, okay, I am going to calmly change your diaper, even though you want to throw poop at me right mm-hmm. now. And then it helps you calm down. But Mm -hmm. if you get yourself all fired up, you don't feel in a loving way either. So like they, I think, taught me so much about that. Mm. Um, And that's helped with Jeremiah too. Mm -hmm. But I think too, especially if it's not your love language, Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily going to feel like it. Right. Like you're not necessarily, if you're not a physical touch person, you're not going to naturally. Right hold hands Mm -hmm. or give a kiss or whatever. But Mm -hmm. once you do that, it feels good. And then you Mm -hmm. feel like doing that more. And so it's just... I think on so many levels, that's a really important thing to remember about love yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, I listened to the Happier podcast with Gretchen Rubin. Mm-hmm. And something that is so surprising to me, they did an episode on love languages. And she, Gretchen Rubin, said that hers is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but her husband's, her husband's is different. And when she's told him, like, words of affirmation, I just love to feel complimented or appreciated and mm-hmm. stuff. He's just like if it's not natural, I just can't say it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and that's just, I mean, I, I understand to a point you don't right. want just like, you don't want to be fake false things. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, if someone's saying like the way I really need to be shown mm-hmm. love is this, like just surprising that it wasn't like, okay, I'll Work give on that. It. Yeah. Of an <laughs> so I can't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So where else do you think we kind of touched on this, but might it be helpful to think about, um, 
or know someone else's love language. I just think this concept is really interesting. Yeah, it definitely goes beyond romantic mm-hmm. relationships. So one place I've been thinking more about it just in the past couple of years as I've kind of, you know, heard about this concept and stuff is in friendships. Yeah. And we have a friend in our book club and she is mm-hmm. just a self-proclaimed quality time mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And so I really think about that just in terms of deepening my relationship with Mm her um you know maybe some other friends might more likely just appreciate hey how's your day going and like chit chat text or whatever and with her I really think about oh we should I should find a time time. yeah Uh let's have lunch let's go on a hike you know these Mm -hmm. quality time things and so yeah I think that's just really interesting I had a couple of my really good girlfriends um take this quiz and Mm -hmm. I think it is just interesting just to kind of know and yeah it it might not change the way that relationship is at all but it could just be something insightful like if someone does get gifts you might be more likely to Oh, just off times during the year, just like right. send a little right. thoughtful or something. really put a lot of thought into a birthday gift mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that, where that might actually, I always think about it in terms of like, it can really hurt mm. or offend. And you don't mean to, if like a birthday passes and somebody right. is a gifts person yeah. and you did nothing, you right. know what I mean? Right. And so mm-hmm. thinking about it in terms of that too, mm-hmm. I think about it parenting. I mean, yeah. and I think on this quiz, there's a take your love language Ooh for your kids. And I I think think the love languages might even be a little bit different for kids because of development. I'd be super interested in knowing more about that. So I, it said like, take it for yourself or take it for your child. So like, think what you notice about your kids. So I really feel like, cause I feel like Vanessa, especially is a tough nut to crack Mm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Julia, I would, I would peg her as definitely a a physical affection Mm -hmm. person and Mm -hmm. a words of affirmation Mm because she is always like she'll get halfway up the stairs and turn around and be like I love you mommy so much and she'll leave little notes you're you're the best it always says you're the best so um but yeah Vanessa's tricky so Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to figure out what what makes her tick yeah um I think in the workplace like if you are leading a team especially and how you show appreciation Mm -hmm. and how you you know, some people might really need a hug on a hard, stressful yeah, deadline. You know what right. I mean? And other people might be like, oh, God, don't right, touch me. Right. Um, or some people might ni- like a nice handwritten card of mm-hmm. appreciation and mm-hmm. other people that doesn't necessarily make them feel appreciated. Yeah. And so I like that a lot. I didn't even think about the workplace, mm-hmm. but I really yeah. do like that. Okay. So how about obsessions? Okay. What are you obsessed on. with lately? Oh, I'm not wearing them right now or else I would lift up my foot because it's <laughs> my new socks. Oh, new socks. So I got some new socks for Christmas. Mm-hmm. They are this brand called Bombas, mm. which is advertised a lot on podcasts I have seen and them. Yeah. probably uh-huh. on Instagram and stuff. Um, and they are the very low cut um, ones. I use them as my workout socks Okay. and I just love them. They're thick and soft and something about them. I, I'm not sure exactly how they're made, but they say it's a seamless toe. Okay. So there's like not that seam that kind rub. of uh-huh. yeah, getting in the way. They just, they fit really well. Um, I have to say one of the reasons I might love them is because they replaced the set of athletic socks that I had that were 10 years old. <laughs> so they're just so much better no oh matter what. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Compared to 10 year old yeah. socks, they are amazing. It's one of those things you don't know what you're living with until you just like throw it all out and replace yes. it. And then you're like, oh yeah. yes, this, it, was, it getting, was time. It was getting to the point. <laughs> like I, we moved out here and Chris and I started at going to the gym, training for mm-hmm. something. And I bought, you know, just at Target, a mm-hmm. set of athletic mm-hmm. socks. I proceeded to only wear those socks, like the five <laughs> or six pairs. Oh my gosh. Because they weren't getting holes. I mean, how are is, they, how are they staying up still? It is a testament <laughs> to champion brand yeah. that they were still, but wow. just in the past six months, it was kind of like, okay, I yeah. think 
maybe they lose their, their sparkle. Life. Anyway, uh-huh. but the Bombas are wonderful. And I, I think that the company has um, like a social responsibility aspect that they give a pair of socks for everyone that's purchased or oh, something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I will probably be buying some more to round out my sock Good to wardrobe. know. I've seen them around on the interwebs mm-hmm. and good yeah, to know that they're, they're nice. Worth it. Okay. What about you? Um, all right. So I, this is kind of an update slash obsession. Ooh, okay. I did clean out my closet. <gasps> so I, I did post on Instagram stories the closet that was the I Spy closet. Yes. Um, With the and Bible. I have turned it, yes. I have turned it into an a craft slash homework closet. Ooh. There is still one shelf and then like the tall area up above pretty much empty, but for like extra decor that I okay. switch out instead okay. of using like I don't want to hide it away in a tub if it's something that's usually out, but then I yeah put it away for Christmas right, I right. want to just have like kind gotcha. of a or, or you know like as I pick up an extra picture frame or something yeah. like that like a yeah. place for those things right. instead of like on my kitchen counter right so I have a shelf for all of their like art kits and science kits Ooh. they got a ton of that kind of yeah. stuff for Christmas so there's like a jewelry making one and a set of clay and mm-hmm. stuff like that so that's all on one shelf mm-hmm. And then I have a lower shelf that they can reach that has a homework caddy for each of them Ooh, with like brand new school supplies. Oh. I actually, when going through all of this, found that I had like brand new boxes of crayons <laughs> and you know what I mean? Right. Um, so they each have a homework caddy that's just handheld and they take it out and put it on the Cute. counter when they do their homework. And they also have a drawer, like one of those plastic uh-huh. um, drawer things of, they have post-it notes on one and plain white paper on the other Mm -hmm. and then I had a bunch of like blank books for Mm -hmm. them to make stories so that's like they can grab any of that anytime they want for homework or for creating yeah um and then below that I have like their play-doh and the trays to do like that and messier art Mm -hmm. on and a bin of coloring like just a small stackable closable box of Mm -hmm. coloring books Mm -hmm. We were being overrun by coloring books that yeah. had like two pages colored in them. And yes, then right. so they helped me sort through uh-huh. that. And I said, we were only keeping the coloring books that fit in here. So when you want to color, you take out the whole box mm-hmm. and everything needs to go neatly back in there. Mm-hmm. And then um, another box of like seasonal art. Oh, so it's nice. just like a stack eight and a half by 11 box. And I put like cut out hearts in there and stuff to Cute. make Valentine stuff. So I can see myself switching that out, Yeah, you know, once in a while for them to work on things and that uh-huh. gives them something to do when they're being bored and oh. Hey, go pick out the art box I and do, do a project. So I just love that they can access all that. It yeah. also freed up. I had formerly used like an art cart, right? Um, it just wasn't working as good with the layout yeah. of our new house anymore. And because before it was like right next to their little table, mm-hmm. well, they were like wheeling it from all <laughs> over the place. So I actually commandeered that for uh-huh. my office and I Ooh. needed something in there for like makeup and shipping nice. supplies and stuff. Perfect. So I love that. I love. I'm so excited. I love when just the organization tool that you need, you yes. free up. Yes. I had that happen. That's over why to not go break. buy a bunch of stuff exactly. ahead of time, right? Until you're totally mm-hmm. done. I had that happen a few times and it's so satisfying. Yeah, it really is. It feels like using your things yes. for their best yes. life. Yeah. And so what about like all the stuff that's no longer living in there? Did mm-hmm. it find other homes? Did you make a goodwill run? Oh, I do have one shelf of Sorry, one shelf of cl- um, candles and extra soap oh, and things okay. like that. Oh, so nice. okay. That, but that's all organized now mm-hmm. and nice. And know I had weeded have. that out. Yeah, some of it was just like books that needed to go on the bookshelf. Right. And <laughs> some of it stayed but just needed to be organized. Right. And a lot of it we got rid of. Nice. Yeah, I think I had out of that three Trader Joe's bags that went to mm-hmm. Goodwill and two full garbage bags. Awesome. That includes their other art stuff that we went through, mm-hmm. like to get that art art part all organized but i was like how how i know 
This is why you need to go through it regularly. Yes. We've only lived there a year and a half. Right. Like how could you have this yeah. much stuff to get rid of? And I think the thing, the real danger is when you have a big house and there's room, mm. technically there's room, that closet mm-hmm. wasn't hurting anybody. Right. <laughs> like yeah. I wasn't digging through there, not able to find stuff. Right. Man, it's easy for that to creep up mm-hmm. on you because you're just like, well, I'll shove it in here right. and, and it, it truly is and, fine. Mm-hmm, yeah. But mm-hmm. how much better could you be living your yeah. life in your house? Oh, that's so satisfying. So it's good. Wow. Mm-hmm. High five. Okay. So I have some neighborhood news. Okay. So this was a couple months ago, sometime before the holidays, like the nice, okay. when the, when the weather started to get nice in the mm-hmm. fall, um, we were taking a family walk and my, so my house is on almost a corner mm-hmm. and there's like the busy ish road. That's uh-huh. like one of the main roads of yep. the subdivision where yep. the mailboxes and stuff are. Right. And on the other side of that road is a cornfield. Okay. Yep. And so there's houses, road, cornfield. Gotcha. And so we're walking down that road and there are two sm- small blonde children. Okay. Like I'm talking younger than my kids playing in the middle of that road. What? And I, so not even like in front of their house, middle of the road, like the middle of that side road, that's a busy, like thoroughfare for people coming Mm -hmm. in and out of the subdivision. So I stopped and I was like, get out of the road. Like I was like freaking out a little bit. I'm like, come on, get out of the road. And they didn't listen at first. Like there was like a car coming and (gasps) I'm like, what, where are your parents? Like what is going on? They had no shoes on. And then they just like went over into the cornfield. What? And there wasn't. Um, I didn't want to chase them. I didn't want to right. be like a creeper, but they right. were out of the road. And I'm like, I, what, what would you do? Would you be like, walk them back home? Right. So I just, they just kind of disappeared. And I was like, okay, like thinking about what to do. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of didn't see them anymore. Like they were playing in the cornfield oh and the corn was stuck, was like cut down at that point. Okay. So there was just like stubble corn, right. you know, yeah. but I was like, I literally, I was looking around because there's not, like I said, the houses are facing, that's like the sides. There's a wall. Right. So right. you can't, it's not like someone's house is right, right. there. Just playing across so I'm the like, street. what do I do? Do I go make them take me to my house, like a creep, their house, right. like a creeper? And I'm and like, could you if, still see them or did they? Well, and I was asking like, where's your mom and dad? And they weren't answering me. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a big hill down the corn hill and they were, uh-huh. I saw them go over there. And then like, by the time we just like kind of kept going, cause I'm thinking like, well, what do I do? Right. Jeremiah's like, I don't know. We were like riding right. bikes with the girls, yeah. but they were at least out of the street. And I kind of felt like, well, it's not my job to like right. watch all the neighborhood children, right. but I did save them right. from getting hit by a car at least. Gold star. What would you do in this situation? That's, and also what the heck? Right. That's, that's <laughs> creepy. Really tough. Kind of. Number one. Weird. For sure. For sure. Weird. Yeah. I do not know. I know. I like I'm know all for free range done. parenting and letting kids be kids, but yeah. like maybe not on the busy road. I mean, it's hard too if they're not appearing in distress or Yeah, lost. they were like perfectly happy and weren't answering me when I said anything and nobody right. was crying. Nobody was. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of <laughs> wish I would have just been, but they wouldn't come by me right. either. They went because I said, come here at first mm-hmm. trying to get them like out mm-hmm. of the road, which I'm like, well, they probably taught not to like come to a stranger. Right. I know. Ugh. So yeah. what am I supposed to do? Go chase right. them in the cornfield? <laughs> right. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And then as I thought about it later, I'm like, that's like kind of creepy. Actually, they that had is, no shoes. That is very, very bizarre. blonde. Aren't the children of the corn blonde? I don't even know. I've never seen it. Oh, you know, I haven't seen I've it. seen like a it picture right. of the movie it trailer. Right. Probably it sounds right. Yeah. They were of the corn. Okay. I don't know. We'll be on the, of the corn. Yeah. I have not seen said children again, but I think there's kind of a problem, um, 
because we do live in such a safe town and it's a pretty family friendly neighborhood, especially where people just like Mm -hmm. kind of assume their kids are good Mm -hmm. and everybody's watching out, which they're probably right. But like kids don't make good choices. I've seen some kids at some of our parks Mm -hmm. that just are my kids age or a little younger. And I'm just not ready for my kids to be at the park by themselves. And so it is just kind of like, well, you know, everyone has to make their own choices. But I feel like I definitely try to lean towards having them be more independent so when so when someone's okay with their kid being even more independent than mine it's always just like wow and it's one thing if you see them being independent and they're actually like making good choices like Mm -hmm. oh they're at the park but they're actually doing fine right so maybe they're mature enough for that but like another thing when they're playing in the middle of the road road. (laughs) like clearly you might not be ready for this actually you you do not realize what your children are doing (laughs) but i was like maybe they like busted out of their front door and their mom doesn't even know right oh my gosh it's like terrifying well i so, guess at least they had each other i maybe should have intervened but i, I got know. them out of the road maybe is that maybe that's a you posting on your facebook group yeah like hey has anyone seen these children of the corn small blonde children <laughs> playing in the corn disappearing into a cornfield yeah. <laughs> so weird Okay, well, I think that's all on that creepy note. That's all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening. You know you can find us on Instagram, as we talked about before. We're High Girls Next Door. And find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website, where we will link to all of the love languages goodness, is girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. What's the word for it? Shelf. <laughs> Shelf. Good Lord. What's that thing in a closet That is again? what I was looking for. <laughs> Test on the new mic. Hot mic. Hot mic. Hello. Can it handle seat C fly? Oh, <laughs> let's just see about that. Ugh, I think I got some snot on the mic. <laughs> snot mic. Ugh.